The impossible. The impossible. The impossible. The impossible. The impossible. The impossible. The impossible is only the untried. Welcome to episode seven of The Impossible Is Only the Untried, a prologue performing arts podcast. My name is Mandy E. McLean, and I am the project coordinator for the collaboration between Prologue Performing Arts and the W. Ross McDonald School for the Blind. In this podcast, we are sharing findings that are being discovered and questions that are being asked when we think about how to make performing arts more accessible to youth from the low vision and blind community. A team of professional theater artists and the fabulous students of W. Ross McDonald are helping us discover techniques and strategies through our exploration. Over this semester, we've worked towards two goals. The first is creating exploration sessions involving sound. The second is working towards implementing the findings of these sessions into the semester end performance. This semester, they have continued to work on their piece, That One Drama Class. It's a fun story where a monster overtakes the W. Ross drama class and the students save the school. Very early, we realized this meant one thing. We needed a monster. So let's get into it. The initial monster was created using a prompt during our work in the previous semester and developed into the script by Kayla Gillen, the class drama teacher with input from the students and support from the project's dramaturg, Leah Holder. Since the goal of our exploration this semester was to prioritize sound, it made sense to have the monster occur sonically. We wanted to hear the monster live in the space to ensure it felt present and responsive and we didn't want to tie it to a location. We wanted to be able to manipulate and move it around the space in real time. Therefore, a student would be our monster. And that student would be Abby. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm a grade 12 student at W. Ross. And in our play, that one drama class, I play both the role of Ren and the role of the monster. As we mentioned in our last episode, creating sound directionality when using playback cues is a way to increase the access of your piece. When you use live sound and move it around the space and transform it, things get way more immersive. Richard Farron, the sound designer who has been experimenting with sounds at W. Ross, joined us for a session to create the voice of the monster and apply directionality to it. For this exploration, we use the school's auditorium, which includes an elevated proscenium stage and two front of house speakers. We added four speakers and a subwoofer so we could envelope the audience in sound. We set up a microphone backstage and we played with distance. Each student had a chance to speak into the microphone and respond to a question that was being asked from the stage. This made sure the placement of the mic would be effective for our monster to work with live during the show. Then it was time to move the monster through the space. This made use of the directional qualities we've been playing with in our previous session, and it was super exciting. When moving it through the additional strategically placed speakers, it allowed the voice to move throughout the space, creating the illusion of the monster moving. Imagine this flying above your head from one end of the space all the way to the other. The human voice is of a relatively high frequency, and therefore the higher the voice you start with, the more directional specificity you can find, and the more room you have to transform it. You have an entire orchestra of sound to transform and move around your space. For this experiment, we use six speakers, so imagine the specificity and excitement and even the fright you could create with more. 
The possibilities are endless. Imagine this voice suddenly emerging from behind you. The kid said it felt like she was actually behind them. The class made it loud and clear. Combining directionality with transforming sounds allows for a further immersive quality because adding external effects can allow for pitch and quality to be extended past the range of the human voice. Using effects like filters, distortion, and reverb can help provide narrative info on anything, like someone trapped in a cave or a person that's been turned into a dog. Or in our case, we've created a scary monster. I truly think these people are your friends. <laughs> We've not only enveloped the audience in sound, but we've also transformed and played with it. Combining directional sound and transforming sound is another way to more deeply immerse youth audiences from a low vision of blind community into a piece of theater. Sound is an amazing storytelling piece, and the more strategic sounds you can incorporate from the initial concept into your storytelling, the more sound can take the place of visual cues for audience members of the low vision and blind community. After all, isn't that what theater is all about? Creating an exciting, immersive experience for everyone? I encourage all of you to come up with questions. And if you are interested in exploring more, please reach out to Prologue and continue this conversation. Visit www.prologue.org or find us on social media at Prologue Arts. And here's those amazing students to send us off. The impossible. The impossible. The impossible. The impossible. The impossible. The impossible. The impossible is only the untried.